What's that? Polka? No. The metal. I don't know how we normally start. They've been too long. The the onslaught here is starting now. I would say that you do need to turn it on because that was the off slot. On the tier joke list, the joke tier list, I gets a C. Hmm. Well, you can see me outside whenever you leave. How about that? Because I'll be seeing you in the parking lot. So my driveway is called. It's a parking lot. Welcome to the onslaught. This is world's only heavy metal podcast and we are your hosts i'm brian and i am vargas we are tearing it up nice these days uh we just did a a legion Mm -hmm. uh hopefully the legion legion thought our our selects were good yeah hopefully did we get any online feedback no hmm did you check for <laughs> online feedback? Also, no. Did you produce any online content? Yes. Oh, okay. I posted the the tier list. Okay. We just don't, you just haven't checked since. Yeah. Okay. I assume everybody's like five gold stars. Yeah, they say no news is good news. Yeah. So no feedback must be good feedback. I can only imagine, especially in a world full of anyone saying whatever they want all the time. If no one says anything, you must be doing pretty You must good. be doing something correctly. This week, we're on to B, and we're doing Behemoth. I think I will be pleasantly surprised with your hearing. <laughs> you fool. I will say that we, that the, the Behemoth heads, Behemoths, yeah. will have to take it with a grain of salt. Sure. Because. There's too many albums. Well, there's some albums that aren't even available on most of the major platforms. Yeah, we discovered a new album today. Their third album uh incantation demonica what is it the demonic pandemic demonica no that's not what it was i edited it out of the tap it was something pandemic um related pandemic indoctrination pandemic demonicization you get you yep it's one of those anyway it's their third album um honestly it is pretty good but uh it wasn't on our initial list because pandemonic incantations that's what we said um because it couldn't, I, I, it wasn't on mine because it wasn't on Apple Music. Correct. I know Apple Music's not the end all be all, but I did think all of them were on there because they had like their super old shit that was like remastered. Yeah. I was like, oh, it'll be on there. Uh, but they didn't. So here we are. So take things with a grain of salt. If we miss an album, uh, just like the moth that you are, fly to that light of the internet screen and let us know, you the he moths. But uh, also, hashtag deal with it. Also that. Yeah, you start a podcast. Yeah, you start a pod. You start a podcast all about pandemonic incantations, and we'll listen to it. I genuinely would, because I, I want if there's a podcast enough to fill the time with that album, a one-hour podcast about a single behemoth album. That means it's good, or that means they repeat the same thing twelve times. Hey, that's still content. Still content. Everything is content. Everything is content. Two heavy metal news hits before we get started. Wow, two of them. Just two. Uh, the big one, Foo Fighters announced a new drummer. Uh, it's Josh Freeze. He is from, well, he's played with a perfect circle, Guns N' Roses and Nine Inch Nails. And his own band is called the Vandals. Um, I have heard him play after they announced him. I Googled his name and then immediately forgot it. But he's, I mean, he's a good drummer. Josh Freeze. He's a solid drummer. Yeah. He um, played with perfect circle. It's a 
it's not I feel like that's not an easy band to play drums in yeah and you I mean dealing with axel rose is no that's a task in and of itself <laughs> yeah so uh, um and you playing with nine inch nails too is nothing to nothing to snort at is slash his last name guns slash guns yeah that's too much isn't that where they got the name no you it's, sure yeah Mm. It's because it's because Axel showed up to the first practice. Who does Tracy Guns play for? I don't know. Does he play for Guns N' Roses? That would make sense. It would. Right? It would. It would. Mm. I was gonna say it's because Axel showed up with two pistols to the first practice. They call him Guns, and he was like, "What do we call this band? My name's Axel Rose." And they were like, "Guns N' Roses." Is. That's it. One of them was like, "Well, let's call it Axel Rose," and then he fired it. He killed that guy. He killed that. <laughs> I bet Tracy Guns, L.A. Guns, that's what he plays in. Oh, yep, that makes sense. I don't know. Tell us, tell us, uh, email us or, or tweet at us at the onslaught. And, uh, let us know. They should form a supergroup called L.A. Guns and Roses. That, are we at the onslaught or at the onslaught pod? The onslaught pod or the onslaught podcast? Onslaught pod. You're sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Tell us. Tell us who's. Last name in Guns N' Roses is Guns. I'm, I think it's Slash. Slash Guns. I think it's Slash. Uh, the other news hit is Phil Anselmo has commented on his use of the Confederate flag imagery mm. and said, I disavow the fucking flag like the real hero he is. Now, has he said anything about Nazi salutes? Has he disavowed those? Oh. Yeah, that's how he pointed to the flag oh, that he okay. was disavowing. Yep. That makes sense. Oh, man. I just... Whatever. What a goofer. A goofer? He is a goofer, isn't he? <laughs> it's a mix between a goofball and a gopher. I mean, it's somebody who is goofy. Oh. They, one who goofs one is who a goofs goofer. Is a goofer. Interesting. Yeah, he... Uh, It does feel like a press tour for his Pantera tour. Uh, because it's been getting a lot of negative press. So she's going out there, you know, somebody who's probably like, we got to, we got to cater to the woke culture. It's probably Kid Rock. Yeah, honestly. for He's sure. Like, well, you want those snowflakes at your shows, you got to do something dumb. And then he disavowed the Confederate flag, which if you're in a position that you have to publicly disavow the Confederate flag, you're probably in a rough spot. If you're that associated with it, for sure. And just like, and that's the thing that you have to do to quote unquote win fans yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. It's probably not going great. You know yeah, what I mean? Probably true. But you know what is going great? What? These tier lists. <laughs> they are. And so here we are again. Now, this is your select. You're the B. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I did know you were going to pick Behemoth or Blind Guardian. Yep. You called it. And now we're here. I could not handle your initial response what was it i don't remember <laughs> when you started because you started from the beginning of behemoth's discography mm -hmm. and your first text to me was when does behemoth become behemoth well and i i feel like you know because guess what they started out as just a nondescript black metal band yep who was not making good music no <laughs> no I'm just going to throw that out there. They were not making good music. No. They were making black metal in 1995. Yeah. So they were too late for black metal to be novel. And too and early to have any kind of production. Too early to be good. 
So, yeah, what what was your thoughts when you heard the first and we'll get to the second now? Um, I was looking at the time elapsed <laughs> in total time of the album uh-huh. for both of these first two. Yeah. Uh, which one came first? The first one is Storming Near the Baltic. This is Sven to Viv. Yeah, 17th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it gets a D for me. Yeah. It gets a D. It's just, it's fine. It's just, like we said, it's just nondescript black metal, kind of. There's nothing that sets it apart. There's nothing that it does, like, particularly extremely well. Yeah. It, it doesn't even have, like... You could rate it higher if you were like, oh, I can see what they were trying to do. And that you can tell that this band has promise and it doesn't have any of that because it doesn't sound anything even close to the highs that they would eventually get to. Yeah. Where are you putting a D also? Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Their second album, Grom. Yeah. Also bad. Also bad. A little better. It's got a little bit higher of highlights. Okay. Um. I don't think it's enough to carry it above a D still. Okay. I'm grazing through the track list here, and I probably would agree. I want to say, is it Spellcraft and Heathendom? Is that the... I think that was probably the best. That's a good one. That's the best um, track I'm trying to remember. There was one towards the end that I really liked, but doesn't matter. Still a D. Doesn't matter. I'll, I'll go with a D. Now, their third album, Incantations of Demonologies. Pan- pandemic Incantations. No, Pandemonic Incantations. This is when they start to shift a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I do like this a lot better. I would give this one a C. Yeah. Because um, it's head and shoulders better than the previous two. And it's starting to do something a little different than just regular black metal. Yeah. This is when they start to turn away from straight black metal into that like blackened death metal or death and black metal there it is if you will um for me the the highlight of satan sword um i know that that was or still is kind of a staple in their live set so that's a good one yeah i'd give it a c but then we move on to fourth finally which i believe is satanica yeah now obviously they have not polished their quote-unquote new sound yet yeah um but this is finally something different. It's something good. Nergal's kind of finding his voice that he will eventually use. Huh. Um, and I like this one a lot more than I thought it would. I'm still putting it in sea territory. Okay. Because it's not like it's breaking ground. Uh-huh. Um, Nergal does have a very distinct voice. Uh-huh. Uh, but again, with the with what's a, what's coming up, um, I, I just think there's too much good. There's too much left on the table with this album. It's a great transition album. Yeah. This is this is one of those albums that like the songwriting is better than how it was originally recorded. Yeah. Like if they went back and redid Satanica from the ground up, it would be a great, great re-release. Yeah. Um Decade of Therion and Lamb are still solid, like live songs that they do, and they still kick ass. Um, but yeah, as an initial release, it's probably a c again this is something i might give like a c plus if that existed but yeah it doesn't get it doesn't quite get to like b territory what's interesting from here with behemoth is that for me it's basically all up oh yeah or leveled out yeah uh because the lama six was up next um 
And this is when I think for me, they really start to make it overt. I mean, obviously Satanica, um, just the name, mm-hmm. but I think a lot more of their like straight up, like fuck Christianity comes, starts coming yeah, through. Nergal's politics really start playing into it. Politics or beliefs? Both. Because um, in, in Poland. Well, I guess, yeah, technically it's, in Poland, illegal. it's illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I would also leave this one at a B. Okay. Leave it at a B. Put it at a B. Um, because it's again, it's better than Satanica. Yeah. But they still have a long way to go before they're really hitting that A territory. Yeah. They're not quite. I mean, there are there are highlight songs on this album, like Christians to the Lions, uh, anti-Christian phenomenon, but like, we're not quite to the point where they have like those true bangers even. Yeah. Uh, Zos. Saskia sure. cultus yeah yep I believe that one's up next yeah it's about that those cars uh yeah uh, the it's cult of the kia the cult of the kia uh who actually use bahamut bahamut as their uh as their mascot um as above so below is one of the one of the best tracks on this yeah on this album it's it's very good um i don't think for me this one is just below a it's it's a high b yeah um because I, again when you, we we can't put everything else at the a and b or at the a and s tier right. because that's where we're headed yeah i i think this is yeah i would probably put this at a b b plus good i'm surprised we're agreeing so much i know i thought there would be more hmm. i'm so i'm gonna do me different if you need to yeah i'm gonna lump Demigod, Demonica, and the Apostasy together because they're all A for me. Okay. However, the Apostasy is where I think it starts to turn. Um, Evangelion is where they're really like, it clicks like this is Behemoth sound and Uh they have four solid albums of Behemoth. But um, Demigod, funny enough, the song was the first Behemoth song I ever heard way back. um, It came out in 2004. It was probably 2005, 2006 that I heard it. Yeah um and i was like jesus i need to start i need to stop listening to only thrash metal yeah uh it's very good so for me those three albums um are all a tier i would make the argument that demigod belongs in s tier Mm -hmm. because this i think is the album that really defined what behemoth wanted to do and what they would be doing moving forward so you think this one sets the stage more than the apostasy does yes i well I think the apostasy, you could make the argument that the apostasy did it better, but this is the album that was like the game changer. That makes sense. I'm fine with putting it at S tier. Hell yeah. Um, I think it's a great album. And again, I, I didn't want to be too nostalgic, but um, it was the first, my first taste of Behemoth. Yeah. Uh, Evangelion is up next. Um, released Wait, in. Did we miss the Satanist? Uh, no, you apostasy, then Evangelion. Okay. Yep. yep. Got it uh evangelion 20 2009 um for me this one's staying at a yeah. because the next two possibly three going at s yeah for me so um evangelion is a again uh, they they had been doing it at this point they had been doing it for about three albums this new behemoth sound um they've been doing it for about three albums and nothing on this made me like holy shit this is like way way better than the last one yeah yeah so like a like another total game changer yeah for sure uh 
Although Evangelion has one of the best track titles, Alas, Lord is Upon Me. That's pretty... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you have the juxtaposition of that uh, two tracks later, Lucifer. And that's yeah, it. That's it. That's it. So, What's that song about? Uh, that brings us to 2014's The Satanist, which I know is one of your favorite albums of all time. Easy S tier. Um, I do think it is S tier. Uh, in the Absence of Light, the Satanist, um, Oh Father, Oh Satan, Oh Son, just so many bangers on this album. Yeah. Um, it's hard to not. This was like the new era of Behemoth. Um, I think I think th- they they had orchestral elements, but if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. But this is when they really started to lean into that like thematic songwriting. Yeah. They they started to fold more of the like atmospheric black metal stuff. Yeah. Back in well produced this time. Right. <laughs> So, uh, but then interestingly enough, because the Satanist was kind of the last I had heard because you talked about it a lot. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, 2018, I loved you at your darkest for me. This is my favorite behemoth album. Really? This is an S tier for me. Okay. Um, I just feel like it, it, like the, the chanting at the beginning from the, the choir stuff, uh, just sets the tone so well. And then it just fucking dives in, uh, goes right for Christianity's throat, and does not stop. Uh, yeah, this this album totally rules. It, I kind of passed it over when it came out, like I, you know, I just missed it in the hubbub of whatever I was doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is easily a ten out of ten album. And they 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 added a lot more like acoustic slash like bluesy rock type elements to uh-huh. this. Um, and I think maybe, maybe a lot of fans like, were like, Oh, it's too accessible now. It's too approachable. Right. But for me, like I just made it that much better. It shows that they weren't afraid to like keep changing, but with their staple sound already. I think Nergal learned a lot from doing me and that man. I don't know what, Oh, he's that, but, that like country. Album yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. Um, and I think it shows a lot here. Um, one interesting factoid about this album is Bartzabel, mm-hmm. that song the lyrics are credited to Aleister Crowley. Oh, I wonder if it's just Aleister Crowley writings. Yeah, if they pulled it from the Lama or whatever. Because people have done that in the past. There's um, a few songs that have or like poetry or whatever. Yeah. And they just use it as lyrics. That is interesting. Um, which brings us to our... Wh- where are you putting it? I'm sorry. It was S for me. Yeah, I, I think this is an S tier for sure. Um, the last one, Ops Contra Natvrum. Yeah. Uh, again, it's it's very very good for me. It doesn't do as much because the Satanist and I Loved You at Your Darkest were so good. I think it's still S tier. Um, but I think if they release another one that's kind of like this, it would probably go back down to A. That's that's why I would give this an A. Because I'm fine with that. if if we're talking S tier as like again like total game changers. This doesn't this doesn't do anything new beyond how great like the satanist and i love you at your darkest was yeah which you know oh they didn't do anything better than perfection okay yeah you can make that argument but like they didn't do anything new and different yeah it was still one of last year's best albums yeah you know nine out of ten ten out of ten that kind of thing but it's not like a true game changing album nobody's gonna look at this one and say that's the album that turned me into the next Nergal or whatever. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll put this at an A. It's fine with me. Do you think, looking at this list now, complete, yeah. and we'll run run it down quickly here in a second. Do you think the behemoths are going to come for us? I don't know. Um, I don't know if the black metal purists will rip us apart for putting their early stuff. No, they're they're too busy. <laughs> They've got too many fedoras in the way. They can't, you know, they can't get to us. Yeah. Um, I also don't know if if like Cradle of Filth fans will rip us apart for rating them so highly. I don't know. I don't know where Behemoth. I think Cradle of Filth fans are kind of nice. I think they get a bad rap because of all the face makeup they wear. Oh yes, and the the clunk shirts. Yeah, I think I think they would agree with a lot of what Nergal has to say. Yeah, um, but I I don't know what the what the people. Mm, the behemoth think, yeah think about well the what the community at large thinks about behemoth i think the metal community at large would probably agree with this especially if they listen to the satanist or i love you at your darkest yeah i think they would open because i think the lama six and a couple of those mid-range ones yeah can be a lot for people who like especially if you don't like death metal yeah uh if you're like a thrash guy or power metal guy like it's probably going to take a little bit to get into that. I would suggest go back and listen to I Love You at Your Darkest because, yeah. again, it's one of their more approachable. Um, and if you love that, go to The Satanist. For sure. Um, and then maybe maybe we'll have a few more behemoths in our midst. That'd be great. Um, uh, so what is it? What, let's do the from bottom up. From bottom up. So at the very bottom, hang on. I forget about the names of all these albums. It's Grom is, is the one I can remember. And storming the baltic whatever the the real name of that 17th is. 17th yeah uh those are d tier at c tier we have uh pandemonic incantations and satanica right or is that the lame six that's satan that's satan no that's the lame six that's the lame six yep. okay c tier we have pandemonic incantations and Satan satanica b tier we have the lama six and and the three letter word one zolskia cultus yeah at a tier we have the apostasy evangelion and uh, monica opus contra navram uh, a and oh we put demonica in s yeah oh wait i think demonica was a Demigod is S. Demigod is S tier, Satanist, and I love you at your darkest. Yep. So at A tier, we have the Apostasy, Demonica, Evangelion, and Ops Contra. We missed something then. We missed nothing. I did not list Demonica. Oh, well, that's that's the time that I grouped it in with the three. With the three. So Demonica is at A. At A. But we yes. took Demi got out and put it in S. Yes. So you got it. Yep. And then it okay. You back? Yeah, I'm back. And then at S tier we have Demigod the Satanist. And I love you at Darkest. There you go. So to wrap this up nicely, I would say Behemoth is only getting better. Like they're only it looks that way. They're only maturing, which is wild for a band that's been around for almost 30 years. Um they're only getting better. Nergal is only doing bigger and bigger things with this band um but if you're a band out there that's looking for inspiration from behemoth i would say go back and listen to some of their mid-range albums like i think there's a lot from thalema and satanica that kind of stuff that you could 
pull and refine to make your own sound. Because I think there's a lot of stuff in there that could be good inspiration. And also look at um, how they weren't afraid to add things and change. For sure. You don't have to be stubborn. You can still make music you want to make um, and be successful at it. Yeah, you don't have to be the same black metal band that's been the same black metal band that's already recorded a hundred different shitty albums. Just keep an open mind. Yeah, that's all. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think at the Onslaught Pod um, or at the Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. Um, next week, so we're into the C's. I don't think you're going to... I don't think you're going to guess what I'm going to pick. But I think it won't surprise you once I say it. I think you're going to pick Crucified Barbara. It crossed my mind, but no. Oh. Uh, we, we're going from a band who released fucking like three albums yeah. every decade to a band that releases one per decade. Uh, C Metallica. We are going to Cynic. Oh, nice. Uh, I think Cynic is overlooked a lot. Um, and I think... For my money, you'll find out next week uh, or whenever this comes out that uh, or the next episode comes out that they have released one of the best progressive slash death metal albums uh, that I've ever heard. And you'll find out which one. I love that we only have to listen to five albums this time. Four. Four. We don't have to listen to Focus. You do have to listen to Focus. Oh. You have to listen to Focus. You have to listen to Trace and Air. Uh -huh. You have to listen to Kindly Bent to Free Us. Uh -huh. And you have to listen to Ascension Codes. Oh, wikipedia has one more listed oh it's uh, the instrumentals there's my guy yeah. you can listen to that one i guess but i won't we're not going to include it hell yeah uh and, and i was not making a bit they released one in the 90s in the 2000s the 2010s and the 2020s hell yeah so this is uh four albums um hey only seven more years till we get a new cynic album <laughs> uh so we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening and um if Behemoth is your favorite band, your favorite band sucks.